Welcome back to another edition of Checking In. In studios today we have with us Chris and Jason Wills of Venture Commercial. Yes? Yes. Venture Commercial. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Okay, so I know zero, almost nothing. So this is going to be show and tell uh, and I, I, I'm kind of excited uh, to hear the story. So Venture Commercial is a commercial real estate company. You guys both own it. Mm -hmm. That's correct. So it actually, we, we created it in February of this year. Okay. Uh, we left a major brokerage and decided to start our own thing and create our own team and our own individuals, like-minded individuals that shared, shared the same values um, that we have um, with respect to commercial real estate. So you got up one morning and said, oh my gosh, I have to be in commercial real estate. No, take it back oh, okay so how uh your dad yeah murray yeah murray was he he actually started in a development background in vancouver we we grew up there and were fortunate enough to move here in the late 90s uh, murray was headhunted by one of the larger developers and uh after a little bit of time he said you know what i can do this on my own and he actually recruited chris and, and said hey you know what you need to come and work with them so they started uh, dtz which is actually a globally known company but they had their mm. branch here in Kelowna, okay. and they they led that up um, about four years passed by and they said jason you need to get in the business as well um, uh -huh. And so we kind of started a, a small boutique brokerage uh, called DTZ. Um, after a while, we ended up getting bought out by Colliers. And so the three of us went over and, and kind of continued our, our journey through Colliers. And uh, we were there for four years. And uh, Chris and I just said, you know what, at the end of the day, we, we want to move and, and do our own thing. It's, it's about the relationships we have here in Kelowna, not necessarily the brand that you're with. And uh, we thought we could, you know, take a new spin at it. So we created Venture Commercial uh, as of February of this year. Okay, so Vancouver, you come to Kelowna in the 90s. You guys were are... 15 at okay, that time. Okay, that helps yeah. me. Yeah. And so um, talk at the dinner table. How much did you hear about real estate yeah, or we, we was it around like... It. Yeah, my, my dad had, had been in, um, in all aspects of, of real estate. I believe he was in residential at first and into commercial. And really, um, he was one of the guys that um, actually did the revitalization of Gastown, which actually, interesting. yeah, which is interesting, which has developed a little bit of my passion, particularly with the buildings down on Bernard. It's actually from that experience of Murray um, working down oh, in Gastown. Yeah. He used to take us um, when uh, it was take your kids to school day. He would take us and he would introduce us to everybody on all the streets, all of the tenants that he'd put in there all the buildings that he worked with the brick and the historic culture and all that cool stuff. And that, um, I think that might've planted the seed for me. That's fascinating. Cause there's, there's really two schools you get, uh, you find the children that become the doctors cause the parents are the doctors or they're in, in health and medicine, or they go completely opposite different direction. So you, would have been exposed to real estate and the stories of the people that yeah. were in it and, yeah, it, yeah. and it had you paying attention. Um, what, was there ever a time, 15 and on, that either of you looked like due to hours in the business or the toll that it takes in being entrepreneurial, where you, where you looked and said, hell no <laughs> definitely not going there ups and downs in real estate yeah. like that how cyclical it is mm -hmm. or was there always a little bit of an interest i love that 
it's it's a really good question. Where Jay and I, we know one of our strong suits is is, is developing relationships, and okay. um, and we got that from both of our parents. Um, prior to even thinking, before thinking to get into commercial real estate, um, we both worked for restaurants and, and had quite great success. And I that love was restaurant yeah, it was uh -huh. it was a really amazing experience, particularly that I came from the school of Earls here, and uh, and my mentor was Brad Atwood, who still works there today. Love absolute great guy. Yeah. And um, he instilled from uh, I worked from from the dishwasher all the way to the front front manager and and actually assistant GM at some point and uh, mm. just the relationship Brad really instilled um, the importance of of care start to finish um, it is a small community back especially in kind of the early 2000s um, you know in, in the summer it was great we had so many people but in the winter it was really about the core um, the, the customers that came in and supported you you know what we call like the quiet times and um, that really resonated with me and that's given I still think, and I talk to lots of people that want to get commercial real estate, and I ask, "How are you with people? Like, how do you um, um, how do you interact? Is there the care uh, and the attention?" And and I think that was instilled for me from both my parents and from my experience with Earls. And I think you might say the same with the yeah, restaurant. Absolutely. Oh yeah. yeah. Restaurant. Yeah, you know Kelly O'Brien's actually. Get out of yeah, here. Yeah, Jeff Blower, the same thing. You know, it started Adore. kind of from from the, the bottom and worked okay. all the way up to management, and you know, it really gives us your good footing uh, to learn the whole aspect of the business. So I think it's so. I I think if there was a course that could be taught in university, it would be restaurant and serving because that is where you you learn to read the body language. Uh, you you can tell the the cues of hey I need more ketchup yeah. without words being said or something. So I think it's I think it's such a such a important sector and I know when we're looking at resumes and intakes when there is that service sector on there uh, they they probably get a call for an interview faster than you know funny we adopt the same policy and, and now that we're hiring looking at it because we do know the hard work it takes especially when you see someone that escalates through that you know it's a lot of work to get there so you know those people are passionate and, and you're probably going to carry that same work ethic to your business yeah. But the tie to the, if I if I may, you're working for a tip, mm -hmm. uh, and if you provide crappy service, guess what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you Not don't far from our jobs nowadays. But that's very much the same thing. How do you how do you uh, get that customer? How do you service that customer? How do you retain that customer? That's right. Yeah. So I'm curious in. Okay, so. Uh, the, the DTZ days had um, you, you had built relationships with customers. That, oh, I, I started to interrupt. That's got to be one of my favorite moments in my life. And it's still something that, um, trying to be humble, it still reminds me of those first days. Because my dad and I would drive around with no signs. Nobody knew who we were. Nobody really cared, to be honest. And we would go around and we would call for lease signs on properties, just together in a car. Call for lease signs? Call on lease signs in the okay, windows. So okay. we would call. We had no listings. Nobody yep. knew who we were. We had no national developers or national tenants that we represented. We started from the scrap, from the ground. And we drove and we picked up one listing. And then one listing turned into two. Um, and uh, you know, I think it, was, it feels like it was about six or seven years from that start, those kind of humble beginnings. And we had quite a few listings and quite a few signs. And we're so fortunate to work with major national developers and landlords and tenants and investors. It was an amazing experience, but I really 
I still remember those days just driving around in the car and, uh, and my dad would say, and I was new, I would use my mentor. He said, Chris, call that sign. And I'd, no, dad, no, 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 I'll call them later. Call them now. You know, and it was just, it was, it was really fun. I still look back at those days and, and say, um, we were really proud of what we, we developed then. Now that's interesting because if, so I get to sit with hundreds of businesses a year and, and some of them are startups, some of them are uh, plateauing and trying to survive, some of them are reinvigorating what they've done or reinventing. It, it all starts with sales. If you do not have a sale, you do not have a business or a company. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm loving it. I'm picturing the two of you in a car driving around town and you do not have a sale or a customer yet, and you dial yeah. and you get one, yeah. and then you service and yeah. take good care of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, what we had was, what we were so fortunate was with my dad's experience, um, and, and we've taken that and really ran with it. But um, the understanding of, of the technicalities behind commercial real estate, when um, we were raised essentially in this industry with a development mind, mind frame and a development background, which is really different than mm. somebody that gets their license at the Solder, Solder, Solder School of Business and just says, go do a lease deal, go sell a building, go you know, try to put a development together. We had a lot of knowledge and experience from my, de uh, my dad's development background, which really gave us a bit of a leg up. Huge so although edge. we didn't have signs technically out there representing our brand, we had a lot of experience, so all we needed to do was make one call and build off that one deal, yep. and then we just—it really just started to, to snowball from there. Yeah, yeah. So you had um, DTZ for six years, you said. Yeah, six, seven years. And then so. sold to Colliers. Yeah, and, and Colliers was looking to to build a bit more uh, of a bigger brand, to establish um, a little bit more in the market share. So uh, they acquired DTZ and, uh, and then they brought us over, which was a really mm -hmm. fun experience. Um, us, you and your dad, or us, you? All three of us. All, all three, three of us and actually so another individual in that was Yeah, I had been okay. with the company for about okay. four years at that okay. point. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you, you, you're a package deal, you're part of the deal. Well, <laughs> yes. we were at that time, yeah. You know, not necessarily as of late. I mean, at the end of the day, the package deal was with Colliers. And Murray actually took over the helm there as a managing broker. So, you know, we kind of just continued our, our in our lanes. And, you know, we, we kept working through uh, the business. Um, after a little bit, you know, we just decided again that it, it's about the relationships that we have here in Kelowna, not necessarily the banner that you're with. And yeah. so we just said, you know what, we want to go and invest in different infrastructure on how to market the property. Typically commercial real estate's kind of like the close behind doors. You know, you walk downtown and it's a for lease sign, but there's signs all over the property. You can't even actually see into the space. Um, we kind of wanted to develop a mind frame of let's be transparent. Let's show the space. Let's go out there and take video and, and do feature video tours of the space. Something that we haven't seen a lot of commercial brokerages or, or really any do in here in the Okanagan. So we, we decided that we were going to leave and create our own way of, of doing commercial real estate. So I find that really interesting and, and that I've wanted to do this for a while and I haven't done it yet and I will. So now it's official, it's on camera, I will do it. I'm so fascinated by the second, third and fourth generations of businesses that I see in this valley. 
and I love it when I when I see a plumbing company that brings son or daughter in and there's this there's this the way it's done yes yeah. uh, and then there's this but it could be done yeah like so was there a moment Oh yeah, oh, I moments. Absolutely, we know where it was. Dude. <laughs> okay, it's do so tell. Great. Well, do tell. Um, in our past, you know, we we've been so fortunate. Like we really, we've had lots of great people to support us and stuff like that. But Jay and I started to question it all, and it was November of last year. We just said, you mm. know, um, we felt like we were in a bit of a box. We felt that you know we 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 represent so many amazing clients, developers, landlords, and tenants, and all those good things, and we said we can do better. And Jay and I are so competitive, like that. It, when With each other as oh, well. Yeah. Oh, we play on the same football team. We play on opposing basketball teams, and I mean, it's Old talents, yeah. you may want to come and bring some popcorn. It's, <laughs> it can get okay. but com competitive in, in in nature in the fact that um, that if I if I do something in commercial real estate, Jay says that's the benchmark now. So then Jay will, and it's great because we're always propelling ourselves forward. I don't sit back and ever and say last year was a great year. I get to relax because I go, geez, Jay might be on my, on, on my heels. And then I think Jay does the same thing. Yeah. And um, we were sitting after um, after a basketball game, and, and we were really questioning things, saying, why can't we do this, and why aren't we allowed to do this? Why do we have to ask somebody else in a in another market that's not familiar with Kelowna? You have to trust me. Kelowna is a very unique market mm -hmm. when it comes to commercial real estate. And I have mm -hmm. I have. Um, I'm very fortunate to, to do a lot of deals in other markets, and I'm so proud of what we do here in Kelowna. Mm, I'd love to hear yeah. that. Mm -hmm. We're not a small market in the sense that we don't understand transactions, um, where, you know, if I'm dealing with someone in Toronto or in Calgary Edmonton, they think, oh, Kelowna, yay, <laughs> this will be fun. And it's very quick that they go, oh, oh, shit. Oh, you're intelligent they, they here. You <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, because um, Kelowna is such a, is a, is a call, like there's a lot of people that come to Kelowna from other great markets, you realize there's amazing businesses that have started up here. Um, mm -hmm. And they've maybe take some, some experience in other markets, but they've come there. Kelowna is just a great place to work with clients. Like it, it's not like we have to really overly educate people. They're, they're, they're pretty sophisticated and a lot of cool things happen out here. Well, it's interesting when someone's coming to retire and they're 35 <laughs> from their million billion dollar yeah. company. Yeah. Yeah. We do have, I often say, and I, I really do need to name this. So being a creative company, I should brand something, but I think we're the opposite of the Bermuda Triangle. We attract this high level individual, highly successful. The attitude is always, oh, fundraise eight million? Sure, by spring, no problem. Mm -hmm. And we do it. Yeah. So we attract this incredible person and people. And I think it just adds to the um, amazing growth that we have in the city and the, and the future is, yeah. is so exciting. So um, is there anything specific that you can, you can share that was um, maybe old school commercial real estate and wanting to do it different. You you said 
being transparent. Yeah. So that's good. Well, you know, ideally is creating drone videos, creating walkthrough mm -hmm. videos, you know, um, and, and just making sure that everyone knows they may be in a different market, but they're going to be able to see the product, right? Traditionally, you know, the old way was, well, they're going to have to come here. We're going to have to do the tour and we're going to ask a lot of questions and try to fold all that information out because, you know, information is power, right? Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, way that we've seen technology change, we know that it's a click button age. Anyone can typically find any information they want if they go onto the internet, right? And we want to leverage that. We want to be able to put that information out there so people can make an informed decision without having to take too much time out of their day. Because at the end of the day, we want to make businesses, we want to have them succeed and do what they do well. And us as commercial agents are there to help them through that process to make sure that they identify a great place, um, they get the, great, the best deal, and that they can continue to do what they do best. Yeah. Okay, so true or false? Uh, you have to know someone in Kelowna, in your sector, in your industry, to get a commercial space. Is, uh, I mm. have heard I like numerous times that real estate isn't just posted, commercial real estate isn't just posted, there's lots uh, that you have to know someone to, to know there's a, a property coming on the market to be able to get it. In, ooh, we're so far in in um, in commercial real estate. So many aspects. There's so many different variables, and um, what we, we refer, uh, refer to as asset classes. So I would agree to mm, uh, an extent classes. on so some of those things. Types of types okay. of yeah okay. yeah. So you know, I have my specialty. Jay has his specialty. So when you mentioned earlier about as a team, um, you know, Murray, Chris, Jason. Um, we actually really hone in on our own lanes, um, which is so much fun because we actually get to be collaborative instead of c competitive as far as clients. Yeah. Um, and what's great is, um, and I will get back to that, but mm -hmm. the um, if I get a phone call that's something outside of my lane, I, I have no problem referring that to Jay. We're in a large enough market, in my opinion, that I can do what I do best. And if a client calls and says, you know what, I'm looking for this, and I say that, that doesn't feel comfortable for me, or I can't give you the level of service that I would expect to give to you, but Jason is the guy, or Murray's the guy, and we have other individuals in the office that would really be suited for that. Um, that's really important. So I, I think that um, Kelowna is challenging to get into as far as an investment um, in that asset mm. class, and I do find that um, the best deals are always done when nobody knows about them. Mm -hmm. So I, I would have to say yes, I would agree in that. Mm -hmm. that um, mm -hmm. Yeah, certain segment of the market. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Um, future for Kelowna in in real estate in commercial. So so wait before you answer that. Uh, COVID. We're all and I try not to speak of it because mm -hmm. it's not my favorite. Uh, there. I think there was a maybe a fear that everybody was going to stay at home and work from home and commercial real estate was going to tank yeah. because nobody was going to want to go and work in commercial spaces or they worked from home and learned that it could be done and so they could give up their leases. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go nuts. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, we were so directly impacted by that because huge. we started our new venture, no pun intended, three days before the mandatory shutdown. Nice. So we Good left. Timing. We said we yeah. rented an office downtown. We got office furniture. We got support staff and we're in there. Alan Keene, all the office furniture together. Monday hits and it's a mandatory shutdown. Yeah. And our 
every deal, I mean, I can speak for myself, just collapsed. Didn't yes. matter if the deal was done, deposits were paid, you know, and what our job reali we realized real quickly was that now we are mediators between the two. We are in a, a pandemic, something that the world hasn't seen before, and we need to figure out a way that we can compromise the two parties, landlords and tenants, and make sure that there's fair and equitable, you know, um, outcomes because this was unforeseen times. It was it was a bit of a roller coaster, and, oh. and to Jay, we have this great uh, project uh, leader, Courtney, that joined us literally the week, and we basically had to say. Yeah, if you feel more comfortable moving and working from home as we train you into this role. It was, it was really challenging, but um, as we've mentioned, you know, we're competitive. We had no problem against adversity. What happened in those first couple months was really unique. It was something that I haven't experienced in the 14 years that I've been in real estate, is um, we, we get paid per transaction. We don't get a salary, we don't get anything like that. So those, those salary, those, that, um, those, commissions were off the table at that point. It became, how do we support the great people that we work with? So um, for, for months, it was calls from landlords that I have great Care close, calls. yeah, close yeah. relationships with saying, how are you doing? How are the tenants doing? Um, what's the feedback? Or they'd be calling me because of some of the experience I have with some of the national landlords. Um, what does this look like for, for other markets? What, um, and then we get calls from the tenants on the other side. And then we'd also get um, people that really wanted to come into Kelowna, but then had to put the, put the brakes on and said, what does this do for lease rates? What does this do? How does this affect the value of my property? It, um, we became a support and, and um, as someone to call for a lot of these different parties. What was interesting is the, the wearing of different hats. Mm -hmm. And it reminded me of serving back, in, going back mm -hmm. to Earl's where mm -hmm. um, you would have a section and you would be dealing with individuals that had different, well, they're in different parts of their day or their, their lives. and. You'd have one great group that was super happy and then one group that was really not in a good mood or it yeah. was anniversary or whatever. Yeah. But it reminded me because every phone call you really had to adapt quickly to what the scenario was. It was really, it was quite an interesting time. So to answer your question though, is just about how COVID, you know, what yeah. we saw and, and just to clarify, Chris specializes in retail. I specialize in industrial segments of our markets. And what I found really interesting in, in my world was the fact that people were adapting. Companies that were, you know, maybe on the, you know, things were starting to slow down, got into PPE equipment, they got into hand sanitizer. Um, people that were typically traveling abroad, you know, That's oil and gas, they were coming back and they had trades backgrounds. So they were now opening their own plumbing companies, their electrical companies. And so people adapted. And I think it just took a little bit of time. You know, I think everyone went home after that month and got a little stir crazy and was like, we need to get back to this. And and they got creative. And, and that yeah. was really unique to see because, you know, you assume you look at this picture and say, everyone's just stops. But no, we continued going. We, we actually did start thriving after a couple months. And that's the grit, I think, that would be foundationally uh, I think agreed upon by most to know that an entrepreneur uh, has a lot of tenacity, has a lot of grit, has a yeah. lot of uh, ability to to navigate and adapt because our our um, livelihoods mm -hmm. depend on it. So yeah, we are absolutely. needing to be open to um, take another path or another another mm -hmm. road. That's really good to hear. On the um, on the business side of it, I think COVID's giving us all of us in all sectors um, 
maybe an opportunity for those that aren't as strong to not continue and to change into a different type of business. Yeah. Is there, has there been a thinning of uh, the herd in yeah, commercial? Yeah, it's a really great question and, and, and something we talk about, I feel like, at least an hour a day with somebody that's inquired. I don't think that we've seen the, the outcome yet. That um, like I think that it's going to unfortunately come as Kelowna Still. slowed down a little bit. Mm -hmm. I, and I think, to be honest, that's the general um, perception from some of the national players as well, is that um, summer was great. A lot of people were able to open and, and you know generate. Recover. And it could be anything. It doesn't have to be restaurants. It could no. be retail and it could be service. It could be a number of different businesses. Um, I think that some people might call it. There's a couple more that might call it and say, um, it was a good run, um, but I have to be honest, I have a list of people that still want to enter into this market, retailers, service, food, um, we're still doing lots of deals. Mm -hmm. And again, I think, but correct me if I'm wrong because I, I don't know, but I think if, if we went into a lockdown uh, again, where would you want to be? We have open Absolutely. space, we have lots of room, we have a uh, beautiful outdoor lifestyle. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I'm hearing and seeing, and I know we are receiving uh, applications galore for people out of Toronto, no Vancouver, Calgary, yeah. wanting to relocate to Kelowna. Yeah. We're yeah. seeing it on the residential side. My wife's in residential real estate. Mm -hmm. um, never been busier. Um, there, and a lot of her clients are from Vancouver, from Calgary, from Alberta, um, saying, if this happens again, we want to be somewhere that we really love. Mm -hmm. But we're also seeing that on the investor side, which is really unique and interesting. It's not something that I think we forecasted so quickly. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah, There's people yeah. saying, uh, major developers, people that are extremely um, experienced in the sector, saying Kelowna's where we want to be. Not only um, because it's so beautiful, but that's where they see a lot of growth for our province is, is in our market. In, in, in the Okanagan in general, mm -hmm. and um, it, it is exciting for that. It is exciting to see a lot of people coming wanting to invest more into our market. Mm -hmm. yeah. I do find it so exciting. So would you, if someone was sitting on the fence and thinking about getting into real estate, commercial, residential, do you love, love it, or do you love it, or do you? Oh, we love, 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 yeah, we love, 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 love it. it. Very so you'd recommend yeah. someone yeah, we, uh, consider? You, um, you, you kind of made a comment about um, the kind of marketing positioning. The truth is, is that um, you, you do need to get into real estate, whether it be residential or commercial. Um, not to plug, but you really do need somebody that can help guide you and uh, give you some experience and some knowledge about how to enter into that. Um, we love commercial real estate. It's in our blood. We understand the in and outs of it. So we're very comfortable with commercial and, and love the idea of purchasing commercial. But you, you do need to have experience. You do need to understand cap rates and how lease, leases affect a tenant mix, all of these things that can create great value for your property. But um, I've got lots of amazing mentors and people that I look up to and they're call away whenever I have questions. And the general consensus from all of them who've done very well in life is get into real estate. Yeah, learn. Mm -hmm. So have people work for you and, and learn and you pass on the, the learnings that you've had in the mentorship yeah. to others. Yeah. Uh, before we went on camera, we were just talking a little bit about the Level Up Conference yeah. and we unfortunately, due to um, 
what are we at? We're down from 50 to six, I think it is for our groups. So we're not seeing uh, the opportunity to come together and gather. And I think that's for sure challenging from the from a business perspective because uh, you attended Level Up, you enjoyed uh, the learnings that came out of that day. Mm-hmm. We're so excited and need to do it again because I think it really, together in 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 one room the amount of learning that came out of there mm-hmm. i'm i'm hearing from the business people that attended we need to do it again yeah. and i i'm not sure that it it can be done in a zoom or virtual environment i think the yeah it, it's it's in our industry we've had other conferences that have typically been the gatherings and, and they've tried the zoom it, it isn't the same no mm-hmm. it isn't is it no so here's to Here's to learning again when we're allowed. Um, Chris, Jason, thank you so much for coming in and and sharing. We really appreciate it. Thanks.